evening, everyone. Welcome back once again to the Iconist Podcast. I'm your host, Barry3D. Yo, when I go by the name of DJ Rod C, what's up? What's Yo. up? So, as you heard, maybe you watched episode one, and hopefully, if you did, thank you very much. And if not, please like, subscribe, share on the YouTube page. As we're putting these videos up, we're going to put them up once a week. Let everyone know about it. If there's a topic you want to talk about, let us know. Uh, a character, a, a scenario, anything, anything. Send us a comment. We'll talk about it. We'll uh, you know, the more the merrier, as I always say. Mm-hmm. And uh, right now, we're, we're going to talk about uh, the, what's been on everyone's, well, maybe at this point, it's been some time has passed. Mm-hmm. But it's what people are looking for for a long time. We are going to talk about the Zack Snyder Justice, Justice League, League cut. Wow. Wow. So, Rod. What did you did you like it? Yes or no? Overall, just in general. Oh, over overall, I liked it. Overall, I liked it. Um, definitely was one of those type of. Listen, we all knew that we expected something big coming from Zack Snyder. Yeah, and he didn't fail. He delivered, and um, it definitely answered a lot of stuff. Once you get into it, once you saw the other one, no, you know the other one was good, but this one actually just filled a lot of gaps. So personally, I just think. I liked it. What did you think? Oh, man, I loved it. I loved it. So, first of all, let me just say, if you haven't watched it yet, Mm. this will be a heavy spoiler episode. So, if that's the case, stop now, walk away, let's call it a day, we won't be offended, I'd rather you walk away than spoil it for you, And, and, and that's it. So, this is your time now. To back out this this is like you know last call for alcohol this is like the the, 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 the the you know the bartender looking at you going sir if you have one more drink you're going to be totally you know split so um you know are you yep. sure this yeah, is when you're at the poker table and you're sitting there with your last twenty dollars and the, the you know the person say sir we've taken a lot of your money are you sure, sure you want to go with that twenty dollars let's call it Always. a night go home <laughs> <laughs> at least you have cab fare to get home go home if you're driving stop by mickey d's get yourself a burger combo or something and, and right this is spoiler heavy so here we go been warned now it's on you <laughs> so that being said yes mm-hmm. i absolutely like this cut and 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 going back into history of certain scenarios this is not the first time that something like this has happened oh no no, you know, and and before I get into the whole thing there, you know, let's go back. Let's go back to Superman 2 with, okay. with Christopher Reeves, right? Okay. You have the one that the theatrical release mm. that a lot of people have seen, everyone has seen, um, and watch. But there was also one called the Richard Donner cut. Correct. And a lot of fans were pushing for it because Richard Donner was the original director on that uh, on that movie. He had, uh, you know, he, he had a different division than what the studio wanted and then it was thing dealing with budget. It was how they wanted the story to go as opposed to how he wanted the story to go. Um, and they, once again, sim- very similar. It's not the first time this has happened in the movie. They turned around and said, okay, well, we want to do it this way. And he's like, well, okay, hasta luego. I filmed pretty much 80% or 70% of this movie, you know, or, or a bit more than that. So they took, they brought in another director, took some of what he filmed, Reshot some other stuff, rearrange it. This is when you get Superman taking the S off off his chest and throwing it, and it turns into this big transparent thing, and it and you know wraps the villain. Okay, right. If right. you watch the Richard Donner cut, it makes more sense. Right. 
you know, that gave that famous line of kneel before Zod. Uh, yeah. So overall, did I like it? Yes. Yeah. Yes, I did. Was, you know, and a lot of people were like, oh man, it's, it's four hours long. I'm like, do you know me? Do you know me? Let me tell you something. I'm the type of man. I, I, I use a type of mind that would sit down there and I would watch Lord of the Rings trilogy extended cut in one evening. So if I can do that, this is a cakewalk. If I'm playing Dungeons and Dragons, you know, that, that, that game, just making your characters four hours. So forget that. that. That's longer than that. You know, if I can turn around and play my game Splinter Cell and, or Hitman, and, and those are the games I like, and I can, I, I can play that for a whole day, that's more than four hours. So four hours to me is like <laughs> appetizer. Water under the bridge. Well, you know, exactly. You talk to anyone, most people are like, yo, man, I watched it like three times. I'm like, what, I mean, three different days? No, man, back to back. I'm like, okay, that, 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 right. That you finish work, yeah. especially now with COVID, we ain't going nowhere. So <laughs> order your pizza, get your food, get your wings, man, sit down, chill out. Put your feet up, you're it. good. That's it. You watch it once to get the run through and go, oh, okay, cool. Then you watch it again and go, let me scrutinize, right? Yeah, yes. <laughs> So I'm going to say definitely, I've, I've got a couple of friends just like yourself who are into it. And they said, literally, within the first, they didn't realize two and a half hours already passed. So I'm like, wait a minute, we're, we're at this point already? Oh, okay, cool. I can keep going. Yeah. So listen, don't let the four hours, listen, if you're, for those, okay, we gave you spoiler warnings to those. So if you are crazy, you still want to put your head over and act like Nielsen, you know, like, like, uh, uh, Home uh, Improvement I, Wilson, yeah. I, thank you. He's at Wilson, sorry. You're still here. We'll let you know. Don't let the four hours fool you. Don't let that worry you. You will get through it. But basically, you will be pulled in. Um, the storyline is it, it, it's, it's very well it's well written. It makes sense. And you can definitely say that from seeing the, either, the previous version and you're seeing this version, you're going to see stuff that like, ah, now I see why XYZ happened and so forth. So, yeah, we can start off from that. So, I mean... How do we want to start off? We want to. How do you want to start this off? Okay, well, let's, let's, okay, let's go back to the, the basic thing. You know, I, I made a question, and that's my thing when I started watching this. Right, if I watch this movie, I'm gonna feel like I'm just watching an extended version of the original movie. And Correct. to me, the answer is no. Yeah. When you see the familiar scenes that you've seen in the original movie, the Joss Whedon version, right? Mm-hmm. When it comes to those exact scenes, the dialogue is different, camera angles are different. The action breaks down different. So even though, you know, you see, okay, everyone sees a commercial. Wonder Woman has to deal with a terrorist at the very beginning when she walks in there and they, and they have a bomb, right? Right. right. Opening scene. Uh, and that whole scene was different. Like, just how she, okay, yes, yes. She stopped a couple. So, you know, Joss Whedon, I think if I remember right, his, his was like Wonder Woman movie kind of, it was a slow-mo scene, deflecting a couple of bullets and then throwing the bomb up, you know? This one, Wonder Woman got in there and she's moving like at super speed, blocking bullets. It was totally different. So you're not going to feel like you're rewatching the movie and say, okay, this is new. Oh, I've already seen this. This is new. I've seen right. this. I've seen this. Right. The dialogue is different. Even very, very small shots. If you pay attention, you'll see like one scene stood out was when they were getting Superman's body. Right? Yeah. Yeah. They're getting Superman's body. And just in that scene, the original one, it's cyborg and flash right in the in 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 snyder's and snyder's version snyder's version it's cyborg flash but at the back, the back there's wonder woman wonder woman and cyborg 
you know, uh, when it went in Aquaman. No, and Aquaman, Aquaman, sorry. Aquaman. Yeah, yeah, sorry. by the truck. So like, when you're doing it, it's like, okay, well, you're digging out the body. How are you going to move it? Well, clearly he went and said, well, there's a truck in the background with Wonder Woman and Aquaman uh, not digging it out. And, and there's that. And then even the dialogue that happened in that scene, completely different. Correct. Completely different. You know? Yeah. There were, again, there were a couple of scenes. I was, I was, I went in not being blinded. Mm-hmm. I wanted to see what what am I going to see that I basically try to push Josh Whedon's one just to the side. Yeah. And you can see, and again, you're going to see elements of both, but then you're going to realize, oh, this particular storyline, this arc right here, explains how to jump from A to C. This is B. And certain things was changed up. Like I even picked up on, if I remember correctly, uh, in Josh Whedon, again, certain part when um, Martha and Lois were talking. They mm-hmm. were talking at the Navy Planet, yes. saying, like, you know what, um, I'm glad that you've gone back to work, or whatever the case be along that line. And Zax, she is still mourning. She's still feeling <gasps> the effects of it and realizing, why don't you go back to work? I'm talking to you inside your house versus you need to get out of your house. You need to bring yourself back to the world. Clark would want you. And I'm like, okay, that was a good piece of dialogue to show that because in my head, I was even trying to do a time. I was literally trying to do a time snap. And I know I got to go back and watch it again because I wanted to go in fresh. And mm-hmm. Like you said, I want to go back now. I'm going to go back with the red pen and start to do numbers because I'm going to want to know from the, do- the time he passed, how long did it take Bruce to start gathering the team? From mm-hmm. the time he passed, how long was uh, Lois off work? Right. Stuff, stuff like that made me oh, make no sense to other people. But to me, I want to make, I want to make sure that story weeded and made sense and it weeded in and out and it was very smoothly and I was like very happy for that. It's okay. the four hours was what's water for me. Oh it was okay. So let's let's break it down, right? So that particular scene, mm-hmm. that that there now we always heard there was supposed to be a guest appearance of certain other characters in there and they were never Correct. in Joss Whedon's. Correct. In that scene, we already get our disclaimer. So if you're watching now, you're on your own. Uh with that particular scene when she goes to the house and, and Lois has a conversation with Martha, she's not talking with Martha. No, she's not. No, she's talking with John Jones, the Martian Manhunter, because right. he's a shape changer. And I was and, like, oh, oh, yes, beautiful. You know, beautiful. it can only get better if he asks for an Oreo cookie. If he asks for an Oreo cookie, because that's his—that's what he loves to eat. Like the, the Justice League comic book, you know, where the uh, <laughs> yeah, if you watch, you know, read those ones, right? Mm-hmm. Some of the old. Oh my god. Okay. Anyways, so he goes there. So it was him that says, "Hey, mm-hmm. I got to kind of get certain people back up and going." So. It, he didn't even talk to Martha. Now, um, I'm not even sure if it, how that played out. I got to rewatch it again to see, right? Which, so what I noticed is that one, it was John Jones talking to her as talking to Lois as Martha because he's a shapeshifter. Correct. Correct. Okay. Correct. Um, when I looked at uh, the actress that was playing Lois, right, as opposed mm-hmm. to the original time, I'm like, okay, I I noticed little things. So I, I looked at her face, and her face was a little bit more rounder. And I'm thinking, okay, maybe the actress just put on some weight. It was a reshoot and all that. But when she opened her drawer, what did I see? A pregnancy test. She's preggers. It's confirmed. In this one, she is pregnant with Clark's kid. Hmm. You know, just like that, you know, Rapper's Delight. And bust your that super sperm. Okay. That, and, and he confirmed it on his Twitter feed in an interview that she is pregnant, early pregnancy. That's why she's got the pregnancy test. Right. So, so, ah, ah, 
<laughs> right? I like I like that. I like I said, I have to go back and watch that. So now I got some stuff to be looking for. See, so yeah, because I saw that. I was like, no, 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 no. They ain't gonna go there. Yeah, <laughs> Snyder went there. I'm like, yeah, boy. So that that scene that was amazing that was you know i want to know more about why john didn't come forward when all this was going forth that that's the only thing you know right so i know the original history for the john jones is like you know he comes to earth he kind of somewhat ends up getting captured so to speak uh he gets you know he learns from the scientist that's holding him captive you know about earth culture and all that he kind of picks up his own that scientist dies he moves out he escapes and he blends in and he takes up the john jones that's his name in a comic book and he and one of his personas is he's a detective that's always what they made him to be correct yep. right he joins the police force he's a detective he goes solving crimes and that was it in the justice league cartoon and justice league unlimited justice league unlimited cartoon they even expanded on that a little bit more and in the comic book where they said he has multiple personalities right so in one of them if you remember Justice League Unlimited, he was there and then Diana was saying, hey, you know, you don't ever come to Earth anymore. You always stay on the satellite. You never come down, right? And I'm not trying to get long-winded on this, but right. Right. he no, says, no, no, no. yeah, I have to reconnect with humanity. So he leaves the team and he assumes the identity of, uh, of an Asian man, I think it is, an older Asian man, you know, when he gets to Earth. Mm-hmm. So you find out that he was uh, an Asian man. He was a woman. He was, you know, all these different things and he's had lives. And one of them, he got into a relationship with someone but as an older couple so he didn't even try to play a young guy he was an he's a shape changer he wanted to get with somebody so that was a big moving on point for him knowing his history that he was the last son of last person of mars right green martian of mars right i'll be very um and he came to earth and he blended in and he's lost his family during you know the war uh, over there so that was nice to see i just want to know and in this one he's a general that's one of his identities. Yeah. Now, in Joss Whedon's, you see the actor who plays him, right? But they never make him come out saying he's John Jones. In this Correct. one, he comes out fully yes. doing it. As, right. Yeah, just those couple of minutes, that just that scene, you know. It, made it, a difference. Huge. Made, made a complete difference. Ten minutes. Mm-hmm. Martian Manhunter shows up. Um, he see him take on his, you know, Martha Kent then takes on his true identity, then turns back into the general when he's walking out of her apartment, right, in the hallway. Uh, we know Lois is pregnant with right. Clark's kid. Yep. Uh, and that was just a couple of minutes. So that there, boom, blew my mind. I mean, there was a nice fluidity to the whole thing. Like, everything from opening sequence, okay, it's Wonder Woman dealing with her stuff. And then the scene where Bruce is going to get Aquaman, you know, right. the very first time in that town. You see how he gets there. They talk about how he gets there. Right. You know, you see Bruce on a horse on the mountains and and, and it's winter and he's got his jacket on and they're like, how'd you get here? It's like, I climbed the mountain and they all start laughing. It's like, what? There's no transportation. There's, you know, it's a six, it's a six day trek away by horse. How'd you get here? Over the mountain. (laughs) And Bruce is like, no, I really came over the mountain. (laughs) Yeah, I can do that. Oh, okay right so it's all these little and and these little things add up to something big Mm -hmm. you know so i I like the whole fact of how that played out the whole flashpoint so first of all the characters got a lot more depth okay let's let's 
let's say I'm going to agree with you on, on that. I'm going to agree with you on both. Oh, two, two people. Flash, yes. Barry Allen was, I was, I was quite happy that they didn't portray him to be a completely bumbling idiot. No, he wasn't was, comic was, relief. Was, he was comic relief. But, but not as extreme as he was in Joss. That's, that was the difference there. I am happy that he was comic relief, but he wasn't just like a, just seemed like he was just like, he didn't, he didn't have the sense to, that made me think then, how could you, at the end of it all, now come with a piece of paper on your dad, on your window and say, hey, I got a job working in a crime lab, maybe entry level, but I'm inside. You could not be the Barry Allen we expect you to be with that type of mindset beforehand. So I had a problem with that. With this yeah. one, I can see him now having the possibility to actually become that type of person. To, you know, to, to his uh, his uh, his character be able to develop into that particular mind frame that I said. So I'm good with that. Uh-huh. I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna even flip now to me personally to uh, Bruce Wayne. Yes, Ben Affleck. In this movie, I was like, okay, now I'm seeing who Bruce Wayne should be in the first one he just seemed like he was just angry he was mm. just constantly angry as, yep. a, as a layoff from batman versus superman and mm-hmm. even in that movie he was just a, just was like okay you're you're angry you're just too angry for no reason yeah this one he basically was looking like i'm asking for redemption I'm, i i promise him on his death that i'm going to make it up to him yes to, to our to our planet and, and, and be a better man so you can see the remorse of him trying to like saying going through whatever it means to create and make this alliance of getting these heroes together. I liked it that he was, he was very, you can see the, you can see, you can see the slight detective in him where he was yeah. like, his mind is working. But, and I would appreciate that. So that, yes. And the fact that you, and you nailed it on the head, he made a promise on that death that he's going to be, you know, Superman's death, that he's going to be a better person. Right. We know what's, what's the root of Bruce Wayne, if he makes a vow, it is written in stone. He made a vow to his parents, and look how he's still carrying on that vow in his own way, and that's why we have Batman. He made a vow that no other uh, kid will go through what he went through, that he's going to bring down crime in Gotham. Okay, and now he's thinking on a larger scale. He knows he needs a team. Uh, I like the fact of the little flirtatious part with him and Diana, you know, Wonder Woman, because they did touch about that in the comic book, but it didn't get, Mm -hmm. it wasn't distracting. Um, So he made that foul on, 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 you know, for Superman on, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, for everything he'd done. He, you see, he knows he made a mistake, shows he's human. Uh, He really was the glue. Like Ben Affleck was Batman. I mean, he really did a kick-ass job as Bruce and Batman. It shows more so. Uh, and, and when I say he's the glue, so yes, they make Batman trying to bring the whole team together, right? Okay, fine. You always need one person. Right. Uh, what I liked is the, the touch on Flashpoint. Now we'll get back to this later on. Mm-hmm. So when Flash comes in, it's like, Lois is a key. Okay. In Joss Whedon, Lois is a key. All right. Lois is a key. I got to get Lois, bring out the big guns. What? The big gun, you know? And Lois shows up and okay, that scene plays out. Right. Oh, listen, let me go for that. Yep. Go yeah. on. Mm-hmm. This one, Lois is a key. All right, doesn't get explained to the very end of the movie. Now, if you are a, uh, you know, if you're not, if you're a casual person of the comic books, then what I really suggest is, you know, Justice League, you know who they are. Okay, that's fine. You have to read Flashpoint 
or watch the Flashpoint cartoon to get a better idea of what could come uh, and stuff like that. And then you have to read um, the Injustice comic book. So Injustice, yes, it is a video game, but there is also a comic book, an ongoing comic book uh, for Injustice. So if you read Injustice, the first couple of issues, you you know, the first three issues, you get what happens for what happens in that epilogue scene you know, at the very end of the Justice League movie and it ties up. And if you look at the new 52, you'll see about, uh, you know, Deathstroke almost kind of in that kind of particular role and certain characters being in that role. So that was really awesome that he fleshed it out right to completion to see. So I really suggest, okay, Justice League, you know, you watch the movies, we're good, right? Watch or read Flashpoint. For those that don't know it, that's with, you know, uh, Barry Allen and the Flash read the book or watch the movie it's always on tv depending on what your stations are you could stream it rent it buy it whatever case to be support it you know uh that's really a good edition of that and then you know the injustice video game if you've played it great if not then either play the game or turn around and just find the injustice comic book and read that you know and you'll get what happens at the end and why this all sums up so nicely right now i'm gonna say like uh, i'm very I'm the type of person who, when I'm watching a scene, I want stuff to make sense. Yes. You brought up a good point, reminding me about uh, bring up the big guns. Even at that time, during that 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 particular version, the West West version, mm-hmm. bring up the big guns. That means you had a, an inkling, an understanding that there's a possible. I know Barry made the little gold nugget, little thought process thing, like Pet Cemetery. If we bring him back, what if his pet cemetery and you know his mind might not be there type of scenario? Right, right. That's why you have the guns. But how how much were you banking on that in that first one? That's mm-hmm. why I was kind of looking. I was trying to see, okay, are they going to use the same scene or what? How is how is Zach going to use it? And then you just see her happen to be just walking out, going away, and then you see the explosion. Hey, that came from the ship. I as much as I'm being disconnected from the world, that's when her reporter instant had to kick in yes, yes. i have to find out what's going on over there yep. so she had to walk over there so it's perfect that she walked over there in time to see him and and, and then blur out his name i'm like clark i'm like well, don't let people know his name yeah exactly that's okay. the only thing it's like don't give out the secret identity <laughs> come on this, i i was i was like even the first one, they did this, they did this, I kept the same scene, but um, yeah, they brought see, that up. The, the only thing, that, that's my only, and I'll let you go on, but that's my only yeah. thing that kind of went, eh, right? I, I would have been more appreciative if she didn't yell it, but whispered it. Because with his hearing, right. he would have picked it up. And he would have picked went, it up. Clark, what are you right. Clark. Right. He, he yeah. would have picked it up bright as day, and he'd be like, oh, okay. Or she should be just smart enough, just call. Superman. Superman. Kal-El. <laughs> You know what? No! At this point, he should know Kal-El, but, but at least she should be at least yes. conscious of like saying, I'm going to call I, I out. Get, your... I get she wanted to, you know, but yeah, you're right. She could have gone, Superman! Clark, right. What are you doing? If she right. whispered it, that that, that would have been smart. Right, because they're like, okay, the cops are around. They're not really going to hear and say, why is she calling out Clark? It isn't, Clark can't work with her. Um, it, it, right. It, but I get what you're saying. Right, so go on, go on, go on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, that was, that was, those, those little parts were like, I'm happy that she was there able to calm down the beast because mm-hmm. basically it was it worked out yeah they got that fight because that, she wasn't this, supposed to be there she wasn't that's what i'm saying because it to me that was very realistic like they didn't bring no pet cemetery type of comment because you're not really trying to think that they're thinking the idea is that the mother box or the 
No, no, because he did say there was a mother box at that point. So Cyber saved the mother box. I'm just making sure I'm not jumping ahead by the name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he already said that the mother box has the possibility of bringing back life. Hmm. All they're concerning at that point is bringing back life. They're not thinking any pet sanitary. They ain't no. thinking that the man's going to be kind of warped. It's not no. like he's coming out of the Lazarus pits and he's going to be, you know, yeah, none of exactly. that. So you're thinking, we're going to do this. He's going to come back. He's going to wake up. Yo, why you guys bring me back? Okay, what do we got to do? And I appreciate that particular line later yes. on because it was perfect. Because I got a little, I personally thought, again, he flies off, no shirt. Then you see him in the cornfield. He has a jacket on and he just, you know, and all that kind of stuff. Mm. But then you see inside, landing outside completely topless again, go inside the house. Um, I guess, you know, and it makes sense. Martha replaces, it's foreclosed. She got to yeah. take what she can. So yeah. she ain't grabbing everything. So nope. there's happened to be a she's jacket inside. She's still moving. So there's stuff that um, that's still inside there. So when I saw him give him a shirt, I'm like, okay, that makes sense how he got the shirt. Yep. And then he said the sensible thing. There must have been a reason why they brought me back. Because he's not a stupid person. No. Because it goes, it, see, that shows more of his character, right? He's not an angry person. He's not going to come on and say, oh, man, you guys screwed me over. I'm going to fight everybody. No, that's right. not going to throw him over the edge. He's going to come back and say, okay, they did it for a reason. I, I, and and, and it, it, as simple as it is, I have to find out what it was, you know? And I like that he went back to his ship. He's walking past all the costumes. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And he put on the black one. Yeah. Let me pause here for a second. Yeah, go ahead. If you're just a casual person listening to the show, and this is great. Thank you. Welcome. Awesome. But then you have to pick up um, the death of Superman. This was covered yeah. in Newsweek. This was covered all, you know, it, this was such a big event, the original Death of Superman. So if you watch Death of, if you, even if you watch, you can watch it. It's, uh, once again, they have videos on everything, right? There's an animated yeah. video called The Death of Superman. The real main important thing is not so much the Death of Superman you need to watch. You have to watch uh, Reign of the Superman. Reign of the Superman. Yep. That's right. Watch Reign of the Superman and you'll understand the significance of the black costume in there. So that, we're good. All right. Thank you. Okay. Okay. No problem. But uh, yes, so I've been on black. (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, there are, this is where I know I'm going to have to go back and watch this because I'm going to say there's stuff in there that I saw that I was like, I question, but then there's stuff that made sense. So I'm going to have to make my little pad of what, you know, the pros and cons of both. But I will definitely say that um, there's certain little homage, um, like, I'm really trying to remember, and I don't think it happened in a Josh Whedon when Lois was, sorry, just before that scene, just before he, he, um, he popped off, like he, he came back to life. The cop that got shot mm-hmm. there, right. you know who that cop is. You no, don't know who the police officer is? No, I must have missed out. So the police officer from Joe, listen. The police officer. Next time, go and check it out again. So when you see that police officer, that police officer is actually uh, Jimmy Olsen from the the Rich Donner Superman. So, but I knew that from beforehand. So from the Josh Whedon one. So when he's in the cop, he like whatever the case may be, and he comes out, he comes out when everybody's fighting, and he gets shot or get put aside. I can't yeah, remember yeah. exactly how it, Josh Whedon went, but this is to me the only reason. God bless his soul. The reason why he was in that movie. So he was in Zach's movie because when Lois came and gave him the coffee, yes, 
if you listen. Yes. Thank you, Miss Lane. It's the <gasps> way he says it, it is Jimmy. It's Jimmy. Plus, it is already. That's a Jimmy that's Olsen the from the Superman 2 with Richard right. Christopher Reeves. Right, right. So they just wanted to have him say that line. That's the only reason why he's there. And I got no problem for him to be there just to say that line. Well, it's like Christ of Infinite Earths when they brought back um, the reporter who was uh, uh, Knox, right? So remember, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay, it, when they're doing a Crisis of Infinite Earths and you have Knox from the Michael Keaton movie. He yeah. was the reporter. Yeah. And yeah. he looks up and he goes, oh, okay, they're calling him again. And I'm like, oh, they brought in That's Knox. Okay. Oh, oh, wow, I didn't realize that was him. Yeah, that was, that was, that was the same. That was the same cause he, I knew he was there from well, the same actor, so they yeah, yeah. the same cut. But for him to say that, there's got to be a reason why he's going to say, oh, thanks, Miss Lane. That's it. Wow. Just to say that line and be the cop, that's nice. always, I like that. And that, that was a perfect homage. That's, like, that's, that's a deep cut. And for those who will know and remember, I'm like, they'll see, see the polarity later on. So, even though so, we're doing the show, I, even I didn't know. So you know what? I, I learned something today. Hey, what did you learn today? Hey, 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 hey. hey, hey, hey. <laughs> You're going to learn today. <laughs> yeah, so, so man, that, that, that's flipping awesome, though, man. I see. I like that when they do stuff like that. that, that it's the little, you know, the big things and it's the small things. And, he, and he's, and I'll, again, I'm jumping all over the place, and I know no. I'm going to have to sit down and watch this. I'll go talk about certain things that I liked about Josh Whedon that you see when Stephen Wolf came in. When he got the, when he got the, when he got the second box, mm-hmm. and he set, up, he set up Cap in the nuclear plant. And he told, he told his, his minions, he told the, um, my God, I got, I just got one blank. I just went blank. When he told the minions, go and smell out, go and search it, they'll mm-hmm. be able to smell it. It right. makes sense because they went to where it was always what where did they get the scent from? The scent was in the box that was at Star Lab. So it makes a valid reason why in the second one they were going there. Because in my head, if you're looking for it, how did they know it was there in the first place? It makes it by him stating they were they were basically my my, de- my terror demons, they will be able to smell it and follow the scent. So it made sense. So then you go to the second place that it smelled. Is was the house, hence the reason why he was there. But when he got distracted because some car alarm was coming out, but Vic, Vic was there ready, and he looked like, "Wait, my hand can do that? What me? What me?" Then that was another joke, which um, I liked that they basically start to learn development on Victor, gave him more time. Again, this is stuff that was probably there before, but you know, I can understand Josh. Josh is taking over the reins of someone else's ship. He's like, you know what? I got. I need to make it my own. I can't yeah. use that up. I'm not going to use that. I'm not going to use that. And the studio is going to say, look, this is going for theatrical release, so you got to do it within two hours. So I, you get right. a lot of... So oh. I, I, I think the smart thing was putting it on and give it to us, H, on, you know, HBO kind of thing, Crave, whatever you got, yeah. watch it and do it that way. Uh, to get the full... As a hardcore fan, we will sit through for the four hours. I know they won't put four hours and whatever in a movie theater, right. but at home and released on streaming services, I think it was a smart thing to do and that could really jumpstart a lot in my opinion what the dc thing is um going back to what you're saying about stephen wolf the, the boxes the parademons you know me and there's certain characters that speak to me right mm-hmm. and i loved like the actor himself was so happy that snyder was doing his cut because this actor filmed all the scenes originally but when he heard that none of his stuff was being used he had you know he had he signed an nda so he couldn't even say he couldn't even put that on his resume so this right. is a particular actor. I can't remember his name. I have to look it up. Uh, but he played Darkseid. He did the voice of Darkseid. Yes. Oh. Yeah. Yes. Okay. okay. So I know 
if you're looking and watching this and listening yeah. to this, I know everyone's going to say, oh, well, Darkseid is just a clone of Thanos. If you know the source material, it's the other, it's the way, other way around. So Thanos, I'm uh, not sorry, Thanos, but uh, uh, Darkseid, Desaad, Stephen Wolf, Granny Goodness, she was there even though you... Woo! Yeah. 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 Okay. She was, I was happy when I saw her there. I'm like, okay. All right. Let, let, let me just put it this way. These, these are characters that were created by Jack the King Kirby. So Jack Kirby was working at Marvel Comics at the time. Jack Kirby, you would recognize his art style. Uh, you know, it looks very squarish at times, but it's so unique. It's so nice to read and, and, and watch his stuff. And he created the whole, pretty much the bulk of the Marvel Universe, you know, with a, a pencil and his imagination. So Jack Kirby drew every character DC Marvel. So Jack Kirby was working at Marvel, wanted to do more with uh, gods and stuff like that. And, and, you know, and they were saying, no, 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 we want to go this way. He's like, okay. And then DC said, hey, why don't you come over here and do some stuff for us? So Jack Kirby went over to DC, created the fourth world. So that's mm-hmm. Darkseid, Orion, Light Ray, Granny Goodness, Desaad, Stephen Wolf, um, and, and the list goes on. Apocalypse, New Genesis, you know, the whole Mr. Miracle, Big Barda. He, he created all of them. Like, <laughs> it was like his brain exploded. Yeah, you know, someone I see create characters that fast is Eric Larson with Savage Dragon. Mm-hmm. Every issue, he'll create a new character and kill him off and then do another one. So this was really taking me back. So Darkseid existed before Thanos, even though Thanos was used uh, more or in obviously in the Marvel movies, right? He really he got his debut first, but so the actor couldn't use say anything about it because they didn't use him. But now with the Snyder cut come out, he's in there. Darkseid is that he's that wicked of a character. He he's he's off off him and Orion. The new gods and the new gods are descended of the old gods and how they touched about in the book is that the old gods were the vikings at the norse gods so they're descendants of odin and thor and, and all okay so back on track right when you're talking um all the characters that he introduced within this whole series so first of all let's go back and break it now so flash mm-hmm. had a, a lot more oomph a lot more meat to his story if you remember the scene where he's going for that part-time job working with dogs and all that right yes Okay, so he's in there. Oh, he's, yeah. yeah, that was great. And, and he was doing it. And then the girl comes out. He makes eye contact with the girl. The girl's getting in the car. Car can't start. Boom, accident. Mm-hmm. Goal, saves her. That's Iris West. Yep. Yes. So they're, and, yep. and she's coming back. That same actress is coming back to play Iris West in the Flashpoint movie. So established. This is canon. Um, right? We got our Flash, right? You, you, um, if you go more, okay, with his dad, all that stuff, right? That's canon. When... Bruce Wayne is having that nightmare and he has a nightmare vision for half a second and he sees that the Flash's face saying, um, you know, Lois is the key. This goes back to the end. So the Flash has a lot of importance, more importance in this than he did in, the, in, in Whedon's cut. He's got a lot more going yeah. on to do like that. Beautiful. Wonder Woman. Uh, Wonder Woman's journey is, is great with the Amazons and how she handled it. And, I, you know, very, it ties in very well with her movies, her standalone movies here. This ties in very long. Aquaman. A lot more meat, you know. What I saw, they brought in uh, yeah, William Defoe and 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 Amber Heed, you know, to play yes. Volko of uh, and, and, uh, uh, Volko and uh, and Mira. About okay. Mira, 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 yeah. Mira, it was a lot more to it, and I'm like, okay. And he explained it, and then the fact that they talked about when, and I know I mentioned before when they were doing the scene where they're getting Superman's body, and you have you know Princess Diana, you know Wonder Woman with Aquaman talking by the truck. 
And she's giving him history lessons mm-hmm. about their people saying, hey, you know, here we are together. Right. But, you know, uh, Amazons and uh, Atlanteans don't get along. We've been at war for a long time. And his answer was, right. oh, really? I had no idea because I'm only half Atlantean and they, and they even cast me out. So we can hate on them together. Right, right. This that goes, was beautiful. Yeah, this, go, goes go, back go. To, this goes back to the Flashpoint where if you read the, those books and all that and see why the Atlanteans are fighting the Amazons or vice versa – it's a little bit of that distrust and of course there was more to it that you know aquaman was married and he had an affair with wonder woman and then he decided to go back to his wife and she felt jilted and and it just kind of that was the catalyst of it but you know like flashpoint, yeah. right you know so I, I that was well done superman coming back well done you know the, the fight scenes you know and then it's the other characters he didn't expect to come in like they were they brought in uh uh cho you know, yeah, you see him at yeah. Star Labs, and yeah. then and I'm putting two and two together. Is there? I'm like, okay, Cho's there. Yeah. Uh, so end. he's the second Adam, right. not right, there was Ray Palmer, Ray right? Palmer, yeah. and then the second Adam who takes up the mantle is Cho, and and he's working already at Star Labs, and they mentioned that you're working with nanotechnology. Right. So we'll just leave it right there. The possibilities are, are endless at that point. So that was beautiful bringing slate at the end having that nice connection right now just it was even much deeper than than the previous cut um that's my favorite you know, villain De- you know deathstroke the terminator that's my favorite villain you know what i what i was saying for a joke was was the guy who plays um uh uh cyborg's dad right yeah. Vic, you know victor stone's dad yeah that actor has no luck eh they they, they always bling him in to play the smart guy, but he has no luck. Think about it. Think about it for half a second, right? He played Victor Stone's dad. Mm-hmm. He dead. Mm-hmm. He he was in Star Trek Voyager playing Tuvok. Right? They gave him dementia. They cured it, but they gave him dementia because he kind of went crazy. If you watch the full series, that right. was him. If you go back even before that, he was in Terminator 2. He yeah. was the doctor that worked at Cyberdyne and was making the chip and the arm. And that's when, you know, she break in this house, shoot him, and then says, well, I can't kill you because it's your wife and your kid are here. And Okay, we got to go to Cyberdyne and get rid of the chip and the arm. And um, he did. He, they killed him there, he too. Did. He did out. He did out. He, he did, did out. out. He did out. So he, did. he always plays the smart scientist kind of guy. Okay, but funny. then he always gets killed or shafted or something at the end. <laughs> Hilarious. Listen. So what we got to do, listen, we got a lot of stuff to talk about this. Like you can tell this, this whole thing is just definitely going into, there's, there's so much, there's so many little, little fine tuning stuff and yes. big, big, big chunks of nuggets in this thing that we're definitely going to have to just make this as a part two. Okay. Uh, so we're going to do a part two of this. Okay. So yeah, cause we got to talk about what happens at the very end. So, exactly. all right. So we're going to leave this off here, right? Yeah. Thank you all for listening. Please mm-hmm. like, subscribe, share. You can follow me. You can find me, Barry3D. I'm on Instagram, Barry3D.com. That's my website. Find my links. Follow me. Share it. Rod, where can you find you? You can find me on Instagram of Mr. Rod C. I'm on Twitch as DJ Rod C. Uh, Facebook at DJ Rod C. Listen, I'm all over. You can find me. I'm all over. Excellent. So right. find us. Check it out. Support. And uh, we're going to be putting out more. So we're going to do a part two of this video because we want to talk about yeah. the end of the movie and they get a little bit more detail. So we're all going to, you know, rewatch it, 
and we're going to come back and do some more on that and then some other characters and, uh, and scenarios or whoever else. So once again, mm-hmm. thank you. This is the Iconist Podcast. There you go. One love. One love. <laughs> one love. One love. <laughs> Thanks. Bye. Bye.